Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans. Happy Monday morning. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jack Foster, here to bring you all of the trials, the tribulations, the stories, the news, the joys, the agonies, more agonies than usual in this episode, I think, about the Columbus Blue Jackets, Monday to Friday, every week. And uh, before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms and will be for as long as I'm hosting the show. So whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener, I appreciate you for stopping on by. And uh, hopefully you will have more fun listening to this episode than I had watching the Blue Jackets play hockey this weekend because we have to talk about Friday night's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins and we also have to talk about last night's game against the Ottawa Senators. Two games, two losses for the Blue Jackets. So uh, let's start off with the with the Penguins one because this was a more frustrating game for me anyway, um, which is annoying because I was talking to Hunter Hodes, host of Lockdown Penguins, about this game and up like the first 40 minutes, I was like, wow, this is the most fun I've ever had watching Blue Jacket Penguins because normally they just curb stomp us. Um, but the third period was kind of where it all went downhill. So... Uh, Blue Jackets lose 5-2 to two to the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, which I don't feel like is a fair indication of this score, honestly, uh, or uh, this game, I should say. Um, it felt much more even. Uh, there was an empty netter involved at the end there, um, which we're going to talk about in a, in a little bit. But uh, So really it was 4-2, to two, um, but well, it started off not great. Uh, they scored 32 seconds in, uh, and again, Hunter Hodes, uh, host of Overlocked on Penguins, messaged me like, wow, I can't believe you guys let Brian Dum- uh, Dumoulin score on you. Uh, it's his third goal of the season. Uh, Sidney Crosby had a primary assist on that. Uh, Crosby uh, had a four-point night because Sidney Crosby just does that sometimes. Uh, 30 seconds in, I was like, yeah, this feels this feels right, spiritually. Um, and then Gus Nyquist... Uh, about halfway through the the first period, shorthanded goal. That's his fourth shorthanded goal of the season, which leads the entire NHL. And he has ten goals this season now. Four of them are shorthanded, uh, and I feel like at least two of them are empty netters as well. So Gus Nyquist apparently only likes to score when the other team has more people on the ice, which is fine by me, honestly. Um, Boone Jenner makes it two one near the end of the first period. To 16th of the season, uh, which I think uh, officially makes it his second best uh, goal-scoring season, which feels kind of bonkers considering it's only January. Um, he now has uh, tied the team lead in points uh, with 16 goals. No, he has. So he had 16 goals in 2018-19. He had 18 goals in 2016-2017. 30 goals in 2015-2016. He is still on pace for over 30 goals this season, uh, but only just. Uh, the Blue Jackets have played 39 of 82 games. So if he keeps scoring at that pace, I think that's, what, a 31-32 goal pace, which is pretty good. Um, 
But honestly, two two not great goals for Casey DeSmith to give up. I know we talked a bunch about how it's going to be either Deming or Tristan Jarry. Uh, it turns out Deming broke his foot in practice, so uh, Casey DeSmith got the call um, and didn't didn't play great in the first period. Honestly, um, this seems to like it's been a problem all season for him. Uh, makes it two one with like a minute and a quarter left, uh, which was kind of fun. I was like, oh hey, we can we can do that thing where we score near the end of a period and hopefully carry the momentum. Uh, nope. Sydney Crosby scores uh, with about thirty seconds left in the period. Makes it two two. Just a really weird, just a really weird bounce. Uh, I. I don't know if he did it on purpose or whether it was just a case of having like having to be in the right place at the right time. It wouldn't surprise me if it was either way, honestly, with Sidney Crosby, but uh, it's 2-2. My nemesis, Jake Gensel, gets a secondary assist. I believe that was his only point on the night, which is fine by me because, again, I was talking to Hunter and I was like, oh, you know that Gensel's scoring at least two goals tonight, uh, but he didn't score any. So, like, small victories, I guess. Um... In the second period, kind of a, a surprise, uh, Tristan Jari came out instead of Casey DeSmith, which honestly was probably the right choice because Tristan Jari had a really good rest of the game. Uh, he did not allow a goal in uh, the entire 40 minutes of play. Uh, he made... He only made 13 saves, uh, but that's... Uh, no, apologies, he made 15 saves. Uh, but that's, you know, I mean, that's that's what they needed. He didn't let the Blue Jackets get back into the game. Uh, neither team scored in the second period. Um, and then the Penguins score early-ish in the in the third period, and that kind of felt like, I don't know, that kind of felt like game to me. It didn't feel like we were going to get another one. Um, five minutes into the third period, Mike Matheson, uh, Emily Matheson's uh, husband, um, scores his sixth of the season, uh, and then Sidney Crosby gets a power play goal with about seven-ish minutes left, and that uh, that's game. Essentially, uh, Sidney Crosby scores the most bonkers empty net, like, pool, snooker, billiards uh, goal. I think he was supposed to be passing to Brian Rust and uh, missed, but it also would not surprise me if he did it on purpose. Uh, he kind of bounced it off the boards at about the the blue line, and it just sailed into the into the net. Sidney Crosby gets a hat trick because again, Sidney Crosby just kind of does that stuff. And this is going to sound weird. Um, I forgot that Sidney Crosby was good, um, which sounds it sounds like a really stupid thing to say. But because we didn't see him last season, like objectively, I knew he was good. And he missed a bunch of time at the start of this season, but I'd forgotten what it was like watching him play and just, like, I think I tweeted about it during the game. I feel like every game, Sidney Crosby just does, like, something completely bonkers, whether it's, like, just a little no-look pass or he does something with his skates or just, like, the little things, I think, that really kind of set him apart. But, yeah, he had a, he had a phenomenal game uh, since coming back. From injury, he, again, he has, like, 20, I think he has, like, he has 31 points on the season now, and he missed the first however many games of the season. Uh, this is only his, like, I want to say it's his 18th game of the season, um, which, again, feels ridiculous, because it's Sidney Crosby. He, again, just kind of does what he wants. 
Um, but that was that. Was that. Uh, in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the third period and kind of the problems I had with it, because we, I don't think that it's a, such a cliche thing. I don't think the Penguins beat us. I think we beat ourselves. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, I want to tell you about Built Bar, because it's the New Year soon. So that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating better, like mine probably should be, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you're going to want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which uh, can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You know, I, for me, I want to eat healthy, but like two weeks in, I want chocolate. And here's the great thing about Built Bar, it's covered in 100% real chocolate. Low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, high in protein. And here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, you promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. And, uh... Let's let's get back into this this game because again, up until like the first and the second periods, I was like, wow, this is really fun. Both goalies are playing really well for you know the most part. I think Tristan Jerry again had a really good second period, had a really good third period, but at the end of the second period, I was like, wow, Jonas Corposalo is doing great. Um, lots of of good looks for both teams. It just it felt like it was really fun hockey. Uh, I was having a great time, which is not something that happens often when I have to watch the Blue Jackets and the Penguins play, because I feel like, you know, most of the time the Penguins kind of have the Blue Jackets number, and it's not so fun to watch, but this was a really fun game. And then the third period, it kind of fell off the fell off a cliff a little bit. Um, the Penguins got that goal, and then after that, it was just kind of march to the penalty box. Uh, the Blue Jackets had 12 penalty minutes, uh, and... Four of those penalties came in the third period. Um, so in the last 10 minutes of the game, even, we had three power play. They had three power plays in the last 10 minutes of the game. Uh, Sean Crowley took an interference penalty. Uh, Alexander Texier took a uh, delay of game penalty. And Boone Jenner took an interference penalty. Um, the first two were uh, five on three, which I believe was when the goal was scored. Um, so that kind of... The power play, I think... The, the, excuse me, the penalty kill, I think, had been pretty good up until then. Um, but, you know, you can't hold off a 5-on-3 forever, which, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but it's it's frustrating. Um, and we also, like, we had four shots on goal in the in the third period. You know, like, they only had eight. It was a low event period. But when they're out shooting you 2-1 to one and you're, you know, it's a tie game or, you know, for most of the period we were down one goal. And it's so frustrating to, to feel like the game was within reach and then they put it out of reach by themselves. You know, you can't take, you know, 66% of the penalties of the entire game in the third period. You can't expect to win when you get four shots on goal in the third period when you're down a goal for most of it. Like, And it's frustrating because it was such a good game and it was such a fun game. And again, I was talking to Hunter about this. I was like, this is... They beat themselves. 
you know, and, and that's not to take credit away from the Penguins and specifically, you know, guys like Crosby and uh, Tristan Jarry and uh, even Brian Dumoulin, Dumoulin, who had, a I think, a really good game. Um, but the Penguins didn't beat the Blue Jackets, the Blue Jackets beat the Blue Jackets, and it's just so frustrating because it was uh, such a winnable game up until that point. You know, it really was anyone's game up until they they lost control and the wheels fell off a little bit. So there's there's that. Um, and after such a, such a tightly contested game in Philadelphia the night before, it was, again, just kind of extra, extra frustrating, for me, anyway. Um... In a minute, we're going to talk about the uh, the Ottawa game because we have to. Um, again, another frustrating game, but for a different reason. Uh, but first, I want to tell you about Bet Online because they've got you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues their march to the playoffs, the NHL season continues their march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 15% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On or one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code locked on or one word l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n at betonline.ag betonline where the game starts so i actually missed this game uh because i was sick yesterday and i fell asleep at like 6 p.m and slept all the way through to like 4 a.m so i missed the game woke up checked the score and was like yeah that feels that feels right uh so i watched the game late um and, well, I watched most of the game later, I fast-forwarded through some of it, because I was not going to sit there and watch a 2-1 loss to the Senators, who are bad. Like, that's that's the, that's the top and bottom of it. The Senators are not a good hockey team, and so to only score one goal against them um, is intensely frustrating, especially considering we had 36 shots um, on Anton, For- Anton Forsberg as well, who we drafted back in the day. Uh, he was really good for us in Cleveland, and then was not so good at the NHL level. Uh, I believe we traded him to um, Vegas, or he signed in Vegas as a free agent. He went to Vegas around the time of the expansion draft, is, is the point here, and then has kind of bounced around a little bit, um, and seems to have kind of found a home in, in Ottawa. He's not the starter there, because their starter is Matt Murray, uh, who I was surprised to see was not uh, wasn't starting, but I believe he played the the game the night before. So we faced uh, we faced Forsberg, and again just a a revenge game. That's what it was. Uh, again, thirty six shots on on Forsberg, and they scored on one of them. It's just. It's so frustrating. Um, you know, if this is a this is a team that can do so much better than that, and here they are, just kind of. It almost felt like they were phoning it in, honestly. Um, but like I say, it is what it is. I hated it. It was a boring game. Uh, Sean Corrali got a goal, which was good. I was happy for him. I believe that's his seventh or eighth goal of the season. 
um, which good for him. Uh, frustrating that he's the only one that can score. Uh, again, it was good to see Jake Voracek. Primary assist, that's what he does. Uh, goals for the Senators came from uh, Artem Zub and Tim Stutzler, uh, who is... I was going to say he's going to be a really good player, but honestly, he's already a really good player, and he only just turned 20, like, this season. Uh, so, you know, he's going to be terrorizing teams for a long time now. Um, you know, and again, this is not to discredit the the Senators, who I think played pretty well. Um, they had 33 shots, so, you know, Elvis didn't play badly by any means, but uh, we just, we, we got goalies. Um, they beat us in face-offs, the power play continues to struggle, the penalty kill is at least uh, doing okay. Uh, I think we're probably still near the bottom of the league in penalty kill, but we are doing better. Uh, we are 16th in the league in the penalty kill, so that's climbing uh, the power play. I assume we are almost dead last year. We are 28th in the league on the power play. Uh, weirdly, the Capitals are even worse on the power play, and then the only teams worse than them are the Red Wings, the Canadiens, and the Coyotes. So that's kind of the company we're in for the power play at the minute. Um, hopefully we can fix that. Hopefully we can get that back. Um, a little bit of good news about this game. Uh, we got Cole Sillinger back from COVID, and we got uh, Vlaslav Gavrikov back, who missed the weekend games uh so they're both back which is great uh jake voracek came back for the, uh, the philadelphia games so he's been back for a couple of games so we're only missing i believe adam boquist uh is the only player on the covid list right now uh, i think he's eligible to come off it today or tomorrow so we could see him on wednesday against calgary which would be good and then you know fingers crossed, knock on wood, etc., uh, we might have a fully healthy roster for the first time this entire season, it feels like. Uh, again, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, cross my toes, hope for the best. Um, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later in the week. Uh, hopefully we'll have Jess Belmosto, host of Locked on Flames, and we can do a little bit of conversation on on that because the Flames started really strong and have kind of been struggling in the past little while. So we'll uh, we'll talk to Jess about that, hopefully. But that's kind of what I've got for you today about those games. Uh, tomorrow we'll do a little bit of Olympic talk. Uh, we'll catch up with the Cleveland Monsters, who had a uh, pretty fun weekend um and uh hopefully we'll have some some good news to talk about sometime soon uh i've been jay foster you can find me on twitter at underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-t-e-r you can find this podcast at l-o underscore blue jackets if you have comments questions criticisms you can email me at lockdownbluejackets at gmail.com and uh thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day I super appreciate it. Please go and make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling do a really great job over there. You can find Locked on Bets wherever you listen to Locked on Blue Jackets. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.